Hello, Gastropod listeners. We have something special for you today. It's the first episode of a brand new podcast called Not Lost from our friends at Pushkin Industries. It's hosted by Brendan Francis Noonan. You might remember him as I do, as the former co-host of the show Dinner Party Download. Brendan's new show is all about how food and travel intersect and affect how we see ourselves and the world around us. Each week, he takes listeners around the world to learn about new places by getting invited to a stranger's house for dinner. Yep, part of the whole premise is that he has to try to get someone he doesn't know to invite him over to share a meal. And in the process, he learns about their city firsthand. From Montreal to Mexico City, he's joined by guests to drink, dance, and eat, and they all learn as much about themselves as the places they visit. In the episode you're about to hear, Brendan and his friend and fellow traveler Danielle Henderson head to Quebec. They brave the icy streets of Montreal to learn about local history, listen to famed musicians, and tour the Jean Talon market, where they discover a local pastry known as Nun's Farts. One quick note, we know that some gastropod listeners listen to the show with kids. If that's you, be warned. You might not think some of the conversations Brendan has with the people he travels with and meets are suitable for the youngest ears. Now get ready to fly off to Montreal and enjoy. You can travel the world and hear more episodes of Not Lost wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with a fresh episode of Gastropod in two weeks. This episode of Gastropod is brought to you in part by the Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card. One of the great pleasures in life is traveling, especially when there's great food waiting at your destination. When months of planning, preparation, and exploration all culminate into one perfect bite, there's nothing better. For those who want to taste the world, go with the Delta SkyMiles Reserve American Express card, made for people who are in search of their next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Visit go.amex slash you know reserve to learn more. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What are you doing? I'm shaving my chin hairs. <laughs> what is that thing? It looks like a little magic marker for princesses. It's like supposed to be used for bikini shaving. There was shape. I didn't know that women had those. We have a lot of secrets, man. We got a lot of tools in the tool belt. That's a tool for below the tool belt. Not in my case. Because when, when I go out of my house, I can actually see my chin hairs in a better mirror than the one I have in my house. And I'll hit up a hotel and I'll turn on the magnifying mirror and be like, oh, there's the forest of hairs. And I'll shave them off. This is the unvarnished travel show. I don't wear makeup, but I will shave a chin hair. This is not lost. Ah, look amazing. All I wear is overalls and jumpsuits now. A travel show about going places to find yourself. Each week, a friend and I go to a new place and try to get invited to someone's house for dinner. I feel like you wore the turtleneck on purpose. That's been my signature move. I'm Brendan Francis Noonan. Those boots are something else. And that's my friend... Daniel Henderson. Those boots are all business. There's snow boots, man. <laughs> We've just met up at Trudeau Airport. Just staring at the people coming out of the plane. They look Canadian. I you know. think they would just look like us, but they don't. They look better. They look like they have health care. Episode one, Montreal. We're gonna, I think cabs are this way. Bonjour. See that? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Freezing. Why did we come to Montreal in the dead of winter? <laughs> well, because most travel shows would come here in spring or fall. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to someone who flew in from Los Angeles. I have a bag with my Birkenstock sandals in it because that's what I was wearing this morning. But I wanted, like, authentic Montreal, man. Like, I think, like, this is what separates the Canadian wheat from the Canadian chaff. So we need to establish on this ride that you're a TV writer, I am a 
like audio journalist person and we're both single we're on the wrong side of 35 we're looking for connection creative meaning a hand to hold in this mad mad world what's that my only plan was to get on a plane and show up (laughs) (laughs) it's rad to see you and i think we're gonna have fun so basically i need to do this travel pod thing we also have some people we're gonna meet very excited and I would like to hopefully insinuate ourselves into someone's home to have dinner because I feel like that's the real way to meet them. When you say it like that, I can't imagine anyone else turning us, anyone turning us down. I'd like to insinuate myself into your home. Um, I'm going to switch mics, so don't say anything interesting. Where are you all from? I'm from LA. Okay. I'm from New York. Okay. So that there is the Olympic Stadium, and uh, you will see we are actually on an island, which is, uh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Montreal is cool because we, you know, we we are like Americans without the baggage. We can watch and kind of laugh because we're across the border, but we're the same. Like, you, you might even think I'm from Jersey, right? I thought you were from yeah, New Jersey. You know what I mean? That's what an Anglophone Quebecer sounds like. Just like Can this. you say a quintessential Quebecer Anglophone sentence? Yeah. All right, let's go get some poutine. Or, uh, oh, did you try our smoked meat? All right, did you get some bagels yet? Yeah. What about what about if you're just talking to your family or friends on a Sunday? Uh, well, since I have three teenagers, I don't talk much to them because they're... <laughs> They're teenagers, but here, you'll notice all the signs that we have around. They're all French, yeah. but if you notice, there will be some parts of it in English. Yeah. But they have to be, this is a law, a, a third of the size. Mm. We've got the uh, Office de la Langue Française, the French police. Yeah, go around and... Go into your establishment and measure your sign and make sure you're conform. Oh yeah, we've we've tried to secede from Canada. One time it was real close. Uh, it was like I think forty nine fifty one. It was yeah. like every all the the head offices and companies just up and left, and uh, the wealth left. And so what remained was nice, beautiful, easy to live, lovable Montreal. This is it. All right. My my tour has ended. Do you have a card? I, I don't, but I'm I'm Uber Daryl. <laughs> I thank you, eh? Thank you, right. Daryl. Watch yourself on the ice. Woo. You're welcome to grab my arm here for these icy regions. Here's where it gets treacherous, though, because now it's snow on top of ice. I think you just have to walk like an old person your entire walk. I just want to point out that a small child ran past us like she was just walking on grass. Just fully <laughs> ran past us while we take our old bones down this street. <laughs> In my high school yearbook caption, I wrote a message to my unrequited crush. It said, Dear E, our artist loft in Canada awaits. I'd never even been to Canada or loft. But somehow I'd gotten this idea that it was a place for culture, romance, and affordable real estate. Three things I still long for. He's married now with two kids. But at least I made it to Canada, albeit in the dead of winter, with my friend. Oh my gosh, there's a cat cafe 10 feet from our door. That's insane. Danielle and I drop off our bags and head to the Museum of Fine Arts. As good a place as any to learn about Montreal's creative roots. So it was a city where it was like much more important to be a sculptor than a doctor. That is really cool, whatever that is. I saw it last time I was here. My name is Heather O'Neill and I'm a local Montreal author. These look kind of like Giacometti's a little bit, right? Yeah. Like with the skinny elongated limbs. This is Louis Archambault. He has sculptures in parks too, I believe. This is like such a style. I always liked it, but my dad would try and show me, like, this is crap. I love the idea of him bringing you to all these works of public art just to point out how horrible they are. Terrible. (laughs) Phony, phony. So we're making our way into the Quebec Arts Pavilion. You're not a historian and you're not responsible to explain all this to us. If you read anything, you encounter the the quiet revolution. Is there a way to summarize that pretty quickly, to kind of what that was? All right, here I go. Okay. (laughs) Do your worst, do your worst. We'll just go to the 60s when it started. 
all the sort of good jobs in Montreal and all the executive jobs were held by English-speaking people. And a lot of the um, companies, were they were all owned by Anglophones and they would only give English-speaking citizens the jobs. And then what happened was there became, began to be a cultural movement where um, they decided we're just going to overthrow this predicament we're in. So yeah, the, the French, like the lower class. Yeah, yeah, the lower class Francophones were like, this is just enough. One of the big movements was they, they made education all the universities free. So you ended up with this like massive class of young people who came from working class backgrounds, but were incredibly educated. Mm. And um, so obviously that created like radical thinking. So we're in this permanent exhibit called The Age of the Manifesto. Mm -hmm. Do you recognize any of these? Oh yeah, this is Riopel, who yeah, is sort of our Jackson Pollock. He's incredibly well regarded in Quebec. Yeah. That's that cool. Gorgeous. Even someone myself who came from as lower class as you get in the city, I still went to McGill University and had like a top rate um, education and yeah. then was, you know, kind of thrown back on the street corner and I was like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just read a lot of Henry James. <laughs> so there's this kind of irony and there's a humor when you're able to um, suddenly talk about your odd um, down and out predicament, but in the language of of um, yeah. like academia, liter yeah, academia and literature. Yeah. And so th then it becomes, everything kind of becomes like tongue in cheek and absurd yeah. and you kind of have this like Beckett-like feeling. That's a beautiful oh. summation. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for meeting us today. Oh, it was fun. What's, what's going on tonight? What are you up to? Oh, um, I, I have like a, a deadline. I'm asking because we're kind of trying to get invited to a dinner party. Uh, because it's a place where you can genuinely get to know people instead of just being tourists, you know? I would love that, but I have like a chihuahua who is uh, aggressive towards strangers. I get with dogs. But it would just over overwhelm him, I think. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I, I, it seems rude. I know no, it's okay. Day, Everyone but... said Canadians are nice, but apparently they're... <laughs> no, but if you bring people, my dog's gonna bite someone. Okay, and... that would not be a good outcome, but you have health care for those people. <laughs> uh, what is your dog's name? Hamlet. I don't spend as much time thinking about how I'm gonna die alone when I'm traveling. But I get to travel with someone I love. Oh, see, we lo I love you too. And also we get to That's eat as much- very sincere. I love you too. There's a lot of therapy bills behind that. You're so white. I love it. Uh, it is, it's nice. It's nice to kind of... It is nice to travel with money. This is... Are we on Saint Laurent? Thank you. When my last radio show ended, fairly abruptly... I was a little concerned about your mental health. Yeah, I was, I was a little bit lost. You know, I went from having this rad show where I spoke with Neil deGrasse Tyson and Scarlett Johansson to my deli guy being the only person I spoke to on any given day. Yeah. But now at this show, trying to get myself back out there. Dude, this is exciting. Let's play a game. Like, let's just name what comes to mind when we think of Montreal. I definitely think of poutine. Of course. Leonard Cohen. I think of cute guys. They're everywhere. There is just that kind of French, like, undercurrent where you're like, ooh la la. What is this, like an 80s perfume commercial? Please never say that to a woman here. <laughs> I want her to say it to me. <laughs> oh God, I can't breathe. I can never remember who founded Montreal, whether it was Samuel de Champlain or Jacques Cartier, but what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Like, I mean, we're only a six-hour drive from New York. <laughs> That's comedian, writer, actress, Trana Winter. We're at a restaurant called Lawrence, which is a fitting name. If this place was a human, it'd be that fancy kid who dresses like a carefree bohemian. Lawrence. I try and fail to tuck a napkin into my cashmere turtleneck. Montreal winters are not glamorous. It's really hard to be glamorous. It's hard to be glamorous with crampons on your boots. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's cheers. What do you say? Slante. 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 Hey. 
but I love living here. Yeah, why do you love it here? It's the last remaining affordable North American metropolis. Um, I live in a one-bedroom apartment, like smack in the middle of everything, and it's $600 a month. 600 what? Canadian. So that's like 480 American. What? Yeah. The other thing that I love about it is just there's just this sexy vibe in Montreal, this pulse, this energy yes. that I don't fully know how to articulate, but it's here. Yes. I've been horny since the minute I landed here. <laughs> there is this sensuality to it. Yeah. There is this kind of uh, verve. Yeah. And I don't, I just think like, oh, it's European, which is my catch all term for any right. kind of those I mean, feelings. I'm sure that's part of it. I think part of it, too, is just it is a diverse city, you know. Um, but I don't think that's special anymore. That sort but of seems is. to be. Is it? When I travel alone as a black woman, I feel like that's something that I notice right away if I feel comfortable or not. Right. And there are still some places where I just don't. Right. We're sharing it all. Thank you. On top, you have a little salad of fresh tarragon, beluga lentils, and coin that's marinated. Enjoy. Thank you. This looks so good. Well, the thing that I like about it, though, I feel like you're trying here. Like, there's a a cultural identity that people are not willing to just roll over and let things happen. Yeah, that's true, especially on the French side. Yeah. The French side is very much about protecting their culture. I actually just started to do comedy in French because I am bilingual. Is there different things that French people find funny? In Quebec, actually, there's something called l'école de l'humour, which is comedy school, basically. Okay. Like 90% of French or Francophone comedians in Quebec have gone through this school. Class one is like, did you ever notice? And right, it's like, yeah. That's your freshman year. And so there is kind of like this uniformity in terms of comedy style. So also out of necessity, there is this Quebec star system. Like Quebec has its own Hollywood huh. that doesn't exist anywhere else because it can't exist anywhere else. It doesn't translate. But now that I've started performing in French, it's like that's become my new dream. You're gonna I be on a be tab- part of like the Quebec star <laughs> system. I'm like, that's my dream has always been to make it just so I can be a has-been. What's it called if you never did anything to be washed up of? I never was, I guess. Yeah, I never was. Yeah. You're not a has-been, you're never So I got divorced five years ago, and I met my ex-husband on an internet comic book forum in the late 90s. Oh, wow. And he was like my best friend, and he was part of my memory and my heart, and I lost that, and I lost all of my confidence. I have Mm. not been on a date or been in a relationship since then. I have had sex once, no, twice, twice, in the past four years. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been very difficult to admit to myself that, like, I'm interested now in being with someone in a real way again, like, sharing my life with them. You're afraid to be... We think we all are vulnerable. Yeah. I don't do vulnerability. I've known you for a while, and we've goofed around and traveled a lot. Like, you do have an appetite for just, like, some freewheeling love. Free I was in love. What happened? Jim Henson in the seventies. <laughs> you want to get laid, but also you're such a. I don't know. You have such a nurturing instinct, and you're you're yeah. you're, you're you're one. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, you don't have I'm to a, go there now. I'm afraid but. of that instinct because I don't want to take care of a man, <laughs> and it sucks that the result of that is that I might have to be alone. Because Does that bothers the thought of being alone bother you though. No. Me either. It doesn't bother me. It's only like when I want to get laid and I can't, I don't know how people do it. It bothers yeah. me. It bothers me. It does? Yeah. Um, super into cuddling. I, I like, I like, I like cooking breakfast half dog. naked. Like that I stuff. I feel like a dog would really take care of my like no. cuddling affection. No. How's your drink? It's great. Got some gin and some lime. And some booze. It's good. It looks like it got colder outside in the time we were eating. I'm a little scared. Yeah. But you know, in Montreal, like, even in, like, the most insane winter weather, you can always count on one asshole to be on their bike still going. I'm telling you. In, in a blizzard. In a blizzard. 
in the weather. There also must be career street sweepers here. Like, there's so much snow, so long. Absolutely. And as a warning, before the plows come, they have these tow trucks driving around, blaring this insane siren. Oh. It's not a cop siren. It's not a fire truck. It's its own unique... It's a pre-plow Get siren? your car the fuck out of here siren. Wow. So what are you doing this weekend? What are the plans? Um, I mean, my weekends are always kind of up in the air. I'm, As you know, I'm very non-committal. We're looking for a dinner party to go to. You're looking for a, din- a dinner party? I mean, I like you guys. <laughs> Let's play it by ear. Is that the name of your next comedy album? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. O for two in our dinner party search. Or rather, 0.5 for two, since Trenna did say maybe. Back at our lodgings, we brush our teeth, tuck ourselves in, and upload select photos to Instagram. Eventually, I drift off to sleep with dreams of $600 rent going through my head. This episode of Gastropod is brought to you in part by the Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card. You know that feeling when you try a new food for the first time and your mouth experiences these brand new flavors and sensations? It's like, wow, I didn't even know a food could do that. This happened to me when I went on this amazing trip to the northern tip of Queensland in Australia. We were so far north that we were off the country's electrical grid. And we were staying on a banana farm where they grew dozens and dozens of different kinds of bananas. In the morning, I woke up to a basket full of some of the most bananas bananas you can imagine. Red ones that were super soft and sweet like raspberries, and small finger-sized ones that were sort of floral, and even blue ones that tasted exactly like vanilla ice cream. Life's too short to pass up extraordinary experiences. And if you're ready to take your next big food adventure, go there with Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card. If you travel, you know. Visit go.amex slash you know reserve to learn more. Embracing nature is more than just going for a walk now and then. It's reconnecting with the elements. It's harnessing the power of natural ingredients. It's putting the earth first. For over 50 years, Nature's Sunshine has been sharing the healing power of nature as they work towards a healthier planet. Their manufacturing facility is 100% powered by sunlight, and they divert 95% of waste away from landfills. If you're looking for a sustainably made herbal supplement, you might want to check out Nature Sunshine and their new power line. Power Beats are a superfood performance booster that can help enhance both performance and blood flow. And Power Meal is a satisfying protein-packed superfood shake that comes in sustainable packaging made with nearly 40% post-consumer recycled plastics. Now that's something you can feel good about. This Earth Month, you can enjoy 25% off your first order with code NSP. Just go to naturesunshine.com. That's naturesunshine.com and use code NSP for 25% off your first order. Oh my God, let's get coffee. Whoa. That is a style. That guy's got like a slicked back moosed ponytail. I mean, it is morning, and I'm surprisingly still horny for Montreal. Bonjour, comment ça va? Ça va bien, toi? All right, you showed me up. You speak French, I don't. May I have one of these with the feta? Yeah, merci. Uh, And I will have a latte uh, in your largest to-go cup. (laughs) So today... We're going to go to the Jean Talon market, this food market, um, with this woman, Massam, who's a food blogger, because, you know, we got to get our food 411. Got to get it some snacks. But I was thinking, to get started, we should go to Leonard Cohen's home, because he's the city's, like, favorite son. Is it a museum now, or that he's dead, or is it just his house? It's not a museum, and it's kind of, I'm not even 100% positive where it is. It's like, I know it's on this park to Portugal. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like there might be a clue for me up there. Yeah, I mean, you have to go with your heart. Go where your heart leads you. My heart is leading me to get a uh, massage on a boat. Really? Because I think it gets you into the, the spirit of, well, I don't know. I was going to bullshit something about how it gets you into the spirit of the city, but it's just entirely selfish, and I like feeling good. 
All right, well, I'm just going to take off, I guess. Yeah. I feel weird abandoning you at this stage of the game. Look, we're both adults. I'm going to let you go stand outside, let her go and house like a creep, and I'm going to go get a massage. All right, I'll let you know how it goes. And if you get arrested, I'll, I'll bail you out. Thank you. Excuse me. Pardon? I'm looking for Leonard Cohen's house. Uh, Cohen? I'm looking for... Excuse me? Bienvenue à Bota Bota. Welcome to Bota Bota. Is it your first time here? It is. Wonderful. Well, welcome. I'm very excited to see what a spa on a river has to offer. And it's so wonderful because <laughs> the sun is... I think it's like Parque de Portugal or something. Oh, yeah. You just have to like keep walking a little bit, turn right, and head up a few blocks and you'll get there. All right. But there's not like a sign or anything that says <laughs> that's where I used to live? No, no, no. Okay. It's fucking freezing out here. This is one of our saunas. Florida ceiling windows looking over the port? This is unreal. Jacuzzi hot tubs, we call them Bernamou. I cannot get over this. And this is filled with eucalyptus normally. I want to live in this. We're gonna head down to the first deck and go for your massage. I'm ready. I'm gonna pass it off to Janine and you're in the back tab. Oh, fuck. Oh my goodness. You're a very gentle touch. I'm going through the uh, scar tissue because we have scar tissue that uh, builds up in uh, muscles that are over solicited. Yeah. You use your body in different ways in such extreme temperatures. And so I'm wondering if that contributes to you seeing certain types of ailments over and over again or. What I see a lot of is uh, definitely low back, more low back. Mm. Um, tension, which crawls up front because we're huddled. You know, right. we're trying to keep ourselves warm, we're trying to keep centered mm. so that we can navigate the ice and the snow and the slush and the puddles and the roads. It's really the March of the Penguins in the winter here. I mean, and you, you're going to see that today and you guys are going to giggle to yourselves and you're going to say, yeah, there's the penguins, yeah, I see them. <laughs> you know, and it's because we're so afraid to fall. Like a bird on the wire Like a drunk in the midnight choir I have tried in my way to be free Thank you. Well, this is it. Just a gray stone one, two, three triplex pretty nondescript you know he sang about religion and sex and poets and history and it's weird just to see a gray house on a little park with a Honda Civic parked out front of it not really sure why I thought it was so important to come here. All right. It's icy. It's cold. And I think that's the bagel place he would go to. It's kind of strange to realize how powerful and healing touch can be. Because I don't I don't date, I don't kind of like engage in that way anymore <laughs> and so I was alone for 13 years after yeah. my divorce and I met I met someone what I came to understand about myself is what stops me from dating is how well can I hide my wounds right so my you know current partner and I we decided our, our the philosophy of our relationship is no masks full disclosure so I think it's about really deciding to have to have that level of honesty within yourself and the trusting, but when you've had trauma, trust is so fragile. Yeah. So, so one of my, my big trauma is that my mom left. 
she she dropped us off at my grandparents' house for a weekend and then never came back. And the person who's supposed to love you unconditionally leaves, and that will mess you up. Well, because you're gonna you're always asking yourself, what did I do wrong? Right. And will I do something wrong again? Like, yeah. But what will I do to make someone leave? Because mm -hmm. the assumption is that somebody will always leave. A lot of tension in your calves. Yeah. Oh, but you, you spoke of your herniated disc. Yeah. So I'm going to soften and warm that up for you. So when you go out and do the March oh. of the Penguins, <laughs> you're going to feel a little more ease in your body. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So Janine, what are you up to this weekend? Because, uh, you know, Brendan and I are in town and we're kind of looking for for dinner parties. He's, he's making me ask everyone if we can eat at their house, basically. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. I would love to normally have you eat at my house. However, I am going to go Bonjour. Um, can I just get a, um, what would he order? Bagel? Bagel with locks? Yeah. Merci. Visiting town? How do you know I'm visiting? Guidebook's kind of a giveaway. Let me guess, Larry Cohen's house? It doesn't even have a plaque. I just feel like if that was in America, there would be, there would be an amusement park, around, like a Suzanne roller coaster. Like, like a Leonard Wood? Yeah, they would be selling like my blue raincoats or something. For toddlers. Right. Maybe that's a good idea. I need to get in on that. Yeah. I'm Brendan, by the way. Brendan Francis Noonan. I'm doing a travel podcast thing here. Oh, okay. I'm uh, Tim Kingsbury, and I, I, I live in the neighborhood. Cool. I used to have this podcast you might have heard of called The Dinner Party Download. Well, I don't know that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly America. Are you a fan of Cohen? Yeah, definitely. Like, I moved here just to play music myself actually so. oh you're a musician yeah 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 all right uh what kind of hold does he have on kind of montreal like some imagination uh he's everywhere there's like a big mural downtown since he since he passed away and everyone's got a leonard cohen story or uh he's 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 everywhere do you do you have a leonard cohen story uh i used to work at a grocery store just down the road called warshaw and i was a like a bag boy there and he came in one time and bought some bananas just bananas uh he, i think there were bagels too that sounds very freudian actually I, that's what i imagine yeah. Leonard Cohen would <laughs> yeah no he i remember he was he, he thought they were overpriced and he was right they were <laughs> nice nice talking to you I, I gotta get going oh by the way what what's the name of the band you're in uh arcade fire oh is, is there anything going on tonight? Uh, I think I'm actually getting out of town and I'm going to go up north. Um, maybe, are your friends doing it? Like, are your friends doing anything? Like, they out? Uh, yeah, they're probably doing something. See you later, Brandon. There you are. Thank you. Thank you so much for driving us here. We're getting dropped off at the city's biggest food market. So what should we eat there? Everything. You can taste everything for free, in fact. Oh. And if you like it, you could buy it. Thank you, Karine. Maybe buying provisions for a dinner party will induce a dinner party. Maison? Hi. I'm How are you? Nice to meet you. Hey, I'm Danielle. Nice to meet you, Maison. Welcome to the Jean Talon Market. <laughs> a lot of markets in North America these days have become sort of a tourist attraction. They sell a lot of stuff that's not really food. They sell t-shirts and souvenirs and caps. Whereas this market, it's just food. Although we might want to come up with a t-shirt idea while we're here and we can make some money. <laughs> you can't ruin the spirit of this place. About, that's so this, American. Get your Jean Talon. No. <laughs> no. Pavé de saumon fondant. Delicious, I'm addicted to it. Three of these, yeah. The Chocolat Geneviève Grandbois is the most famous chocolate makers in Montreal. Let's just get a jar of chocolate sauce. We're here to make friends, it's the best way. Four generations of foragers, so his mother, his grandmother, and her mother before that. Pied de Canouille. Organic honey. Miel d'anisette. Actually, we're standing uh, right in front of one of my favorite uh, stores, Spice Store. That's for you and your white people. 
Spice it up, white folks. Let's do it. Macarons with foie gras inside. That seems like a French stoner food. <laughs> it's really, really good. I want to take this whole tray with me. How about we buy some instead of you taking the sample tray? Can I do both? You have such distinguished mark. Are commenting on this gentleman's eyebrow? Yeah, he's got a beautiful face. What are you doing later tonight? My friend is visiting. <laughs> then you have the tourtière, which is a typical meat pie in Quebec. What is the quintessential food Montreal besides poutine? Bagels. Besides bagels. Meat. Maple anything. All right, here we go. What is she trying? She's trying the maple tart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is incredible. Are you kidding me? Calling all female runners, it's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Since the 2022 New York City Marathon, Team Milk has sponsored female marathon runners nationwide, providing support and shining a spotlight on their unique stories, perseverance, and drive to go the distance. Why milk? Dairy milk is an excellent nutritional ad for both marathon training and recovery. Milk contains 13 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, making it a crucial component of a training diet. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. What are these here? They're pet de soeur, which uh, literally translated is nuns' farts. <laughs> Why did I ask? C'est c'est quoi exactement? C'est de la pâte à tarte avec du beurre, de la cassonade, puis on avait du jaune de crème pour la faire cuire. Pie dough with butter and brown sugar, and they put um, some cream on the, on top before uh, cooking it. What does that have to do with nuns? I don't know. Why do they call it? Pourquoi? <laughs> It was invented, it was created by nuns. Like they were trying to uh, find something to do with the leftovers, nuns' farts. That's so upsetting, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Very sensitive. So, Masam, thank you so much for showing us the market. It's been fun hanging out with you. Now that we've got all these snacks, do you want to hang out with us tonight? Maybe throw a dinner party in our honor? Um... Worst case scenario, you and me at our Airbnb. If we don't find a dinner party, I'm going to go out to a restaurant. I mean, you hit on the cheese boy. I didn't hit on him. I said I had an interesting yeah. face, and then you were like, what are you doing tonight? He was into it. Ooh la la. So. <laughs> it's almost 4 p.m., and Montreal's winter sun is already beginning to set. And our prospects for a dinner party are dimming as well. Back at our place, things go from la bad to la worse. Danielle's back seizes up, and she might have to abandon our mission altogether. As I sit at the kitchen table, nibbling on an unfart, it strikes me it's going to take a miracle to turn things around. And where do miracles reside? Well, Mark Twain said when he visited Montreal, you couldn't throw a brick in this town without breaking a church window. <laughs> I'm with Mark Ellsworthy an architecture buff who works with the local Ministry of Heritage. So right now we're in the Notre Dame de Bon Secours Chapel. It's the oldest We're in one of the oldest in churches in Montreal. Look, dates to the 19th century. They call it the Sailor's Church. And my eye is going immediately to these wonderful boats that the are boats hanging with, with the, candles. With the, yeah, there's even a cargo ship with containers on it. Oh yeah, that is a cargo ship. Yeah. And so they have two candles in each of them, green candles. Like, I kind of want to... I'm not going to steal one, but... Well, I would hope not. You but they feel like someone... You can't steal from church. But can't we Instagram it and then start a shop that sells them? I don't know. I, I feel even bad taking pictures in churches. No, okay. You know, a harbor town is considered usually honky-tonk, like mm. Red Light District, and certainly in the Prohibition, Montreal served that role to this day, maybe, with Americans. 
but there's so many churches. It's interesting that there's this. Quebecers are interesting on the on the census. They all still fell out that they're Roman Catholic, and Quebec has the lowest church attendance in Canada. Church is really tied into identity, but not practice. Yeah. People don't come to the church. Yeah. They may have been for grandma's funeral a while back, or maybe not, or you know. But no one does baptisms. People don't get married in the church. Um, are there any other facets of this chapel that what? really that you that you like or that you want to point out? Well, we have to light a candle for someone. Yeah. Oh my God! Light we a did, candle. Actually, we should. Okay. We could light a candle for back pain to go away. Yeah, for Danielle who's suffering a little bit. Okay, good thought. There we are. There we are, a moment. I usually only light candles at romantic dinners, but here. It could lead to a romantic dinner. <laughs> Nobody knows. It could. I just felt a pang of Catholic guilt. I, when I lit that candle, I did not light the candle uh, for Danielle's back. <gasps> I lit the candle because we need to find a place to eat tonight because the whole point of this show was for us to learn about the town, but to then get into someone's home to kind of have a true, ex authentic experience. And so far, um, we've had a lot of people who are very friendly, but when I've asked them that question, they've you know, been like, oh, or maybe contact us later. And I promised the company paying for this that I'm gonna get in someone's home. What do you think? <laughs> it's Saturday night. Even if you just let us in for 10 minutes, could we just so eat food? After lying in church, you wanna come to my house? <laughs> I'm confessing to you. And that's what I wished for when I lit the candle. So if there is a God. Oh, you got me on that one. Okay, well, can I borrow your phone? And then I'll just call my husband uh, to see yeah, if... Totally. Okay. <laughs> um, I Thanks. Think, I also I don't, like I don't the idea of you paying... I love that you're paying roaming. <laughs> just a second. What? This is penance. Hello? Hello? Um, J'ai une drôle de question. Est-ce que tu penses que ça serait bizarre d'avoir deux personnes de plus au souper? Mais mettons qu'ils vont peut-être amener plein de vin. OK, on se voit bientôt. OK, bye. So you have to do the dishes and bring <laughs> wine. Are you serious? Yeah. He's down? Well, I didn't really give him much choice. <laughs> yes. Thank you so That's much. Kind of this is amazing. Not going to regret. Hello, come on in. Are you Mark? I am. Welcome. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good, you? Should I just throw this over? Heather. Hey. 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 Thanks so much for showing up. I am trying. Have you met Louie, whose beautiful house, half of the couple of his beautiful houses? Hi. Hey, hello. This is the place, eh? Mira and Carla. Very nice to meet you. I really didn't think anyone we talked to today was going to come. I love a surprise. Would you like some wine? Sure. Cheers, please. Triple Gemini? Like Haile Minogue. <laughs> sculptor who was, who was also dating the Leonard Cohen Suzanne. There are Francophone community mm -hmm. elsewhere in Canada. Oh, that is the same. We yeah. bought that at the uh, Quebecois store where Danielle hid on the cheese monitor. <laughs> it is the hottest city in North America. It's very handsome. Everyone's handsome. Your husband's handsome. Everyone's handsome. Oh, you were drinking the Pinot Noir, right? Yeah. Oh, it found something. That's a Saturday night for me. Okay, this doesn't really get more Montreal than like listening to Celine after like a dinner party and like. The thing about Someone didn't pay their title bill. <laughs> So I hope you guys have learned a lot. And never leaving is what I've learned. Let's make a toast. To this, to this podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for letting us raise your own. It's not loud enough. Okay, the chorus is literally just voyage, voyage. So you can both sing along. Okay, ready? Hit it. Voyage, voyage. Travel, 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 travel,
you're driving up, but you can walk up as well. Oh yeah, I mean uh, it's a bit cold, and you know you gotta be kind of into it. I mean, we're also we're also to be fair hungover right now. Well, that 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 doesn't help. But this uh, street will wind us up uh, to the top of the mountain. And do people actually come to Mount Royal who live here? Love it. Uh, it is, I guess would be like our Central Park, but mm. it's on a mountain. Mm. People are cross-country skiing, yeah, show, snowshoeing. Uh, uh, we have a skating rink on the top. Uh, now we're looking to the east oh. side of the city. The lookout is that way. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you, Daryl. See, ya. See you. Thanks, Daryl. Be careful on the ice. Oh, look at that. I've never seen a snowshoe in action. Oh, yeah. What a weekend, like, we did a lot. We did a lot. When we were talking about coming, as we were coming into the city, kind of um, like our love lives and romance and all this stuff, and I think I'm much more likely to fall in love with a place than I am with a person. That's interesting. There it is, there's the city that you love. We're looking at the downtown, the St. Lawrence River. Look at Leonard Cohen down there. You see him? <laughs> Yeah, there's literally a mural of Leonard Cohen down there. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you saw an apparition. <laughs> when I was at that Leonard Cohen house, which um, I honestly did meet a member of Arcade Fire. You have to believe me. I, I don't, but it's fine. I'll play you the tape later. If, if, you, if you need that story to get through the weekend, that's fine. Um, <laughs> being there, honestly, like I'm glad I saw the house, but actually the fact that it was really not that exciting and anticlimactic in the sense that it was just someone's home... This is going to sound corny, but obviously I've been thinking a lot about like being an artist or being more creative with my old show ending. And um, uh, there's no magical properties to it. Like even Leonard Cohen just lived in a house and bought bananas. And it's more about just doing the work and getting it into the world, you know? Yeah. But it's not like me living a certain way will make me Leonard Cohen or something. Oh, that's, that's always been the key, though. You know that. I mean, I'm just pretending to learn it now for the show. <laughs> I think it is crazy that Leonard Cohen is staring directly at us. <laughs> I think it's crazy that you thought I was talking about a ghost. Honestly, we didn't go over this, but marijuana is legal here now. And last night did run pretty long. <laughs> no comment. You know what I think about when I look in the skyline now? What's that? Voyage, voyage. You are not only changing. The voyage, voyage. But you're singing it really poorly. Voyage, voyage. I'm gonna walk that way. Voyage, vo I feel free here now. <laughs> <laughs> voyage. I think we'll just fade that the real song into my singing, and people won't notice it. Voyage, voyage. They'll notice it because you're singing a totally different song. Voyage, <laughs> voyage. I think it's, I'm going to try to find it. producer of this the pilot episode of not lost was the talented crystal duhame the show was also produced and written by me brendan francis newnham our associate producer was jackson musker special editorial guidance came from mira burt wintock the show was sound designed and mixed by crystal duhame and mastered by hannes brown a big thanks to my friend and this episode's travel partner daniel henderson i highly recommend you check out her memoir the ugly cry not Lost is a co-production of Pushkin Industries, Topic Studios, and iHeartMedia. It was developed at Topic Studios. The show's executive producers are me, Christy Gressman, Maria Zuckerman, Lisa Langang, and Latal Malad. Production assistance on this episode also came from Jacob Smith, Amy Gaines, and Julia Barton. Our theme song was created by Alexis Georgopoulos, a.k.a. ARP. Voyage Voyage appeared courtesy of Desireless. Note, 
This show was recorded before the pandemic, so a big mercy to everyone we met up with in Montreal. Writer Heather O'Neill, whose new book, When We Lost Our Heads, is out now. Comedian Trana Winter, the staff at Boda Boda Spa, Tim Kingsbury of Arcade Fire. Fact check that one, and he wasn't lying. Also, food blogger Maysam Samaha, and our dinner party hosts, Mark and Louie. If you want to peek at our itinerary or learn about any of our guests, head to notlawshow.com. And if anyone from the Canadian government is listening to this and they have the power to grant me citizenship, be in touch. Oh, and here's a trip we'd like you to take from the comfort of your own phone or computer. Please head to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. I know you hear it a lot, but it's a real thing. It would mean so much. Learn more about Topic Studios at topicstudios.com. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Brendan Francis Noonan. Until next time, bon voyage. This episode of Gastropod is brought to you in part by the Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card. You, dear listener, already know about the transformative power of food. You're probably thinking about food right now, aren't you? Look, we get it. Sometimes a craving is more than a craving. It's a calling that you have to indulge, even if it takes you thousands of miles to get there. For those who want to taste the world, go with the Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card, made for people who are in search of their next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Visit go.amex slash you know reserve to learn more. Celebrate Earth Month this April by harnessing the power of Mother Nature with Nature's Sunshine's new power line. From Power Greens with over 200 plant-based nutrients to support gut health and foundational nutrition to Power Beats that can improve performance and blood flow. Not to mention Power Meal, which delivers plant-based calories from Whole Foods to help keep you both energized and feeling satisfied throughout the day. This Earth Month, you can enjoy 25% off your first order with code NSP. Just go to naturesunshine.com. That's naturesunshine.com and use code NSP for 25% off your first order.